Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, we are in day three of our Thanksgiving week messages, and I'm going to share with you out of the Psalms today, Then tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. i got a little proclamation to share tomorrow, and I'm certainly glad you're listening. I hope you've enjoyed the week, and I hope you're giving thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His mercies are everlasting from generation to generation. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for life. Thank you for another day to live, another day to give thanks, and I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you be at those that are sick, those that are listening that may not be feeling well, those who have recently lost loved ones. Lord, bring peace to their life. God, give us peace in the middle of the storm. Allow us to see you clearly. We look forward to that day of your coming and what a day that will be when we see our Savior face to face. Lord, bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. I noticed that I'm a little bit Horse, and it's probably from talking so much the last few days, and so apologize for the the voice cracks and all those kind of things. But you know what? I've got to get this done and shared with you, so I'm going to do it anyway. Well, Psalm 34 is a considered a psalm of thanks, and I want to read a portion of that to you and talk a little bit about that. As I've said all week long, we got to be people of thanks. You know, I think we need to do something this week. To appreciate someone, someone that has had an influence in your life, or someone that may need lifted up, thank them for life. Thank them for your friendship. Maybe it's somewhere you go every day. Maybe you go through a Dutch bro every day and you see the same people. Thank them for serving and working and being so nice to you. Or maybe it's a restaurant, or maybe it is just a gas station, or maybe it's your neighbor. But thank them. Thank them for your friendship and for life. It's kind of a fun thing to do, to give thanks to folks. Psalm 34 says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. You hear David here? He said, his praise will always be on my lips. David recognized the power of Almighty God. He recognized who God was. He recognized that without God, he was nothing. He saw the power of God unfold. Even through some of his disastrous choices, he saw God. And sometimes it takes things to get our attention. Sometimes it takes situational things to help us to look at him more clearly. Folks, we need to give thanks. He needs to be on our lips, always praising him. Verse 2 says, I will give glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Listen to what he says here. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Those that are struggling, let them rejoice. Really? And see, some people say, well, I'm struggling. Why would I rejoice? Why am I giving thanks? I'm being picked on. Why does God always do this to me? Instead of saying, Lord, thank you that you've given me life, and I'm still breathing. And when I stop breathing, I'm going to be in your presence, and that is going to be greater yet. He said, rejoice. Let the afflicted rejoice. Verse 3 says, glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. 
That's what's great about coming together worship services is we exalt the name of Jesus. I like that old chorus. I exalt thee, I exalt thee, O Lord. Right? We exalt thee. Lord, we exalt you, you, and we're so grateful to be able to do that. David says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Who delivered him? It wasn't his pastor. It wasn't his friends. It wasn't those that he worked with. It was the Lord who delivered him. It's the Lord who would deliver you of your fears, of your situations. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame because they know they serve the Lord their God. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. See, the Lord is anxious to save us out of our troubles. He's anxious to grab our hand and pick us up when we fall. I tell you, the last number of years, I've certainly fallen a few times. And uh, two years in a row in September, uh, I fell. And first first year, I cracked three ribs. And next year, I bruised three ribs. And this year, praise God, I made it through September without falling, doing anything to my ribs. Yay. And now I'm, we're in November. So, God is good. You know, I'm thankful for that. I'll, I'll take that as a, as a victory and, and thanks. So the poor man called the Lord to save him out of his troubles. And the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who care for him, who those who love him. Do you know, I know that the angel of the Lord uh, took care of me in a situation years ago. My son and I were driving down the road down down Amity, and it was before they had a stop sign at Eagle Road. Now they have a roundabout there, but and it's, it was just a straight go. And we was going about 45, 50 miles an hour, and this milk truck pulled right out in front of me. At the last second, I started sliding in my old Oldsmobile. I slid right up to it. I thought I was going to go under the under the tank and, and probably be decapitated. My mind, my life went in front of me. I thought about all these things. It was like in slow motion. In the last second, my car flipped around in front of the truck by maybe a foot and headed straight towards the field. And then it fishtailed back and was back on the road. It had to be an angel. It had to be the angel of God protecting me. I looked in my mirror. The man was still stopped, and his head was on the steering wheel. I now wished I would have went back and talked to him. Maybe he saw something. Maybe he saw the angel of God, because you could see how distraught he was, because he knew I was dead, and he knew that he had ran that stop, that he didn't see me, and he'd gone through that stoplight. I don't know what it was. Maybe he's listening today randomly. Would that be crazy if that man was... Listen, because that was about 30 years ago, and he'd probably be 75 by now. I don't know how old he'd be, but I'm telling you one thing. God, in his mercy, saved me, and I know he had a purpose for me and my son. And, of course, a few years later, my son, two years later, my son would go be with the Lord in a tragic situation, which I shared about the other day. Verse 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Blessed is is the one who takes refuge in him. Blessed are you listeners who put your faith and trust in God, that you believe that he's watching over you, 
You believe he will take care of your needs. You believe he will see you through troubled times. Blessed are you because you're taking refuge in him. Then he says, fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. And fear many times in the Old Testament is used the word reverence, reverence the Lord. For those who reverence him lack nothing. Those who put him first, those that honor him. In our church, we have a saying from Second Samuel, honor God and he will honor you. I believe that with all my heart, soul, and mind. If you honor God, he will honor you. Well then, pastor, why do some of these things still happen to me? Because you know what? God allows life to take place, but he wants you to know he's with you, and he'll see you through those times, and those times will help you in your growth process. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. That's verse 10. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Verse 11, come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and keep your lips from lying. Turn from evil and do good and seek peace and pursue it. Folks, I think more than anything else in these days, we need to seek peace and we need to pursue it. I want to have a peaceful life. I want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy the presence of Almighty God. I want to enjoy my friends. I love being at the radio station, being around the friends I have here. And Beth and Dave have been friends of mine for years and years and years. And the other cast now that are here, great people. And those that used to work here, I I just love and I appreciate and I miss. But I'm so grateful that God puts people in our lives that we can share with. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to blot out their name from the earth. You know what? You don't want to turn your you don't want to turn your face from God. You don't want to turn your life from God. If some of you have done that, turn back. Come back, all you faithful. Put your faith and trust in him. What's that old Christmas song? Come all you faithful. You know, come all you faithful. Come all you faithful to the things of God and get back with it. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. You hear that? The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. It doesn't go to deaf ears. He hears and knows what's going on. He delivers them from all troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Yes, he does, and many people are crushed in spirit. It's time to help lift them up by the power of Almighty God. The righteous person may have many troubles. You hear that? The righteous person may have many troubles. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how godly you are, folks. You're going to have troubles. But listen to what the next part of this verse 19 says. But the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Listen to that. Lord, we're going to have troubles. Righteous person, you're going to have troubles. But the Lord will deliver you. People, maybe you're going through something right now. Maybe something major in your life. Put your trust in God. The word of God says he will deliver you. The last verse in this passage, verse 22, says the Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. People of God, as we approach Thanksgiving tomorrow, I pray that you would put God first and thank him for his provisions 
and thank him for what he's doing and what he's going to do. When you sit around the table tomorrow, certainly say a prayer of thanksgiving with everybody, whether they like it or not. Say, Lord, I thank you for providing for me. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.